0: Welcome to the Steve Travalee Show on Demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute.
1: In Jersey, Streets of Union City to your nighttime radio. Steve Travalee keeps you in the Jersey know from seven till eleven. Live local and live. Jersey 101.5, weekday night, Steve's loud, the golden light.
2: Ah, thank you very much, Mike Rocket. Welcome to Wednesday Night in New Jersey. It's Steve Trevelace. Have we got a lot to talk about tonight? Have we got a lot to talk about tonight? Trevia at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. If you collect autographs, have I got a place to send you. Winners tonight are going to get passes to the Philadelphia Fan Expo at the Convention Center. Uh, William Shatner is going to be there. You know him as uh, James Tiberius Kirk. You know him as Denny Crane. T.J. Hooker, he's going to be there. Carl Weathers is going to be there. Uh... Kevin Smith is going to be there, as you heard Kevin Smith last night here on NJ1015, and you can see the blog at NJ1015.com. Uh, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be all kinds of people, all kinds of um, all kinds of things you can buy, things you can do, activities. It's going to be fantastic, and we're going to give away tickets tonight on Trevia. Also, talk about teen idols uh, as we lost Bobby Rydell. Um, Yesterday, and we heard from Bobby Rydell back from the den last night because I found an interview that I had done with him back when his book came out uh, in 2016, telling stories about Frank Sinatra and telling stories about uh, how Wow Days came about. He sang the song. It was originally a Dovell song. That's on nj1015.com. You can check that out. We played that last night. What I want to talk about, though, to start things off, uh, what is happiness? It's very esoteric, right? What is happiness? It's where we want to be, but do we really know exactly what it is? And wouldn't it be great if it was something we could teach our children? Once we find out, right? Well, that's what's happening at Sedentary University. In two weeks, they have received over 130 applications from people looking to master the field of happiness, with the world's first Master of Arts in Happiness Studies, which begins this October, it's a fully virtual format. But I started thinking about this, and I know, like uh, my friend Jay sent me this last week. You got to talk about this. And then uh, Dino Flomier wrote it up, and I'm thinking, when you can, can, is you know is happiness something that you can teach? Is happiness that something that you can aspire to attain? And it is, but you've got to know what it is that you're looking for. You know, the, when we did the uh, benefit at the Hard Rock, uh, uh, Rob, uh, Robert Etrie is a uh, state trooper who uh, we were talking about the idea. You know, uh, we were talking about, we had this happiness conversation one night. And uh, it was kind of like the same thing. Uh, you know, happiness is not the default it's not something that you just, you know, Joe Etree. I'm sorry. It's, it's not something that happens when all your problems are solved. It's something that you have to work to attain. And uh, this course, I guess, will show you how to do that. Or can they? And that's what I want to ask you at 1-800-283-101.5. Is happiness something that you can teach in school? And what is happiness for you? And how much time do you spend trying to get happiness? You know, what exactly is happiness? How exactly do we get there? Is it the default we end up at once we solve all our problems? Is it our favorite food at every meal? Is it love? Is it a warm gun like the Beatles sang? You know, there's an old song uh, from the play No, No, Nanette that goes, I want to be happy, but I won't be happy until I can make you happy too. Does our happiness really depend on whether someone else is happy? I hope not, because it's hard enough in today's world to make us happy, let alone somebody else. But in order to make someone else happy, don't you have to be happy first? You know, like when you're on a plane and the mass drop, you're supposed to secure air for yourself and then take care of your loved ones. Before you can make anyone else happy, you've got to be happy yourself. And I'm thinking about this. And I'm thinking, you know, with with what they want to teach in schools, they want to teach critical race theory, right? That's ridiculous. They want to teach uh, standardized testing, also ridiculous. What if they actually could teach happiness so that kids learn what happiness is, you know, and how they can get there with a roadmap? Maybe you just sit there a couple of minutes every day and you imagine yourself being happy. Longer and longer and longer until you could actually say, you know what, I'm, I'm happier being happy than I am being miserable. How much time do you spend thinking about what it would take to make you happy? Or how do you get happy? Two drink minimum? one The more 1015 When I read this story, it just really gets me thinking about how much time we spend as a society trying to be happy. What does happiness mean to you? And is it something that you think can be taught in schools? And is something that should be taught in schools? 1-800-283-101.5. Think about it. Can you really teach someone? Can you really teach a class in happiness? And if you can't teach the class in happiness, that's something I think that should be mandatory in all New Jersey schools, in all schools everywhere. Because it's not something that we focus on. Is it something that you can learn? Because I really believe that. You have to train yourself to be happy. You know, you have to think to yourself as you're going through misery, as you're going through your miserable day of all the stuff that's going to happen and all the things you have to do and all the pressure that's on you. But if you're going to be happy, I just want to be happy. I wish I could be happy. But how many people do you really think about what that means or what that is or how you get there? 1-800-283-101.5. I would love to hear your opinion on this. What do you do to make yourself happy? Do you meditate? Is there something you do? Do you reward yourself? Do you give yourself treats? On a daily basis, whatever. And do you believe happiness, a course on happiness, can be taught in school? Can you teach this in school? And if so, is this something that should be taught in schools, that should be mandatory for every New Jersey school? Imagine if every kid, starting in kindergarten, spent a class a day. This is how you be happy. This is how you make yourself happy. Would you sign up for that class? one All oh one point five. All right, I got John, I got room for you. Here's New Jersey one oh one point five fast traffic. <laughs> A sesame place sesame place is looking to hire summer 2022 ambassadors if you're 15 years or older you can earn up to 15 dollars an hour as a ride operator cashier or lifeguard find out more at sesame place job fair for full schedule and to apply online visit sesameplacejobs.com all right 1-800-283-101.5 what do you do to make yourself happy can you teach happiness in college sedentary university has uh started a course in uh, mastering the field of happiness you could actually get a degree in this i think right uh john is in berlin on new jersey 101.5 hey john hey steve how you doing
3: i'm good how are you
2: all right tell me what are you thinking
3: I don't think that you can really teach happiness. Happiness is an emotion that you feel. Like you walk an old woman across the street, that feeling you get that you did something good.
2: Yeah, that's a temporary arrangement, though, right?
3: Oh, yeah, I guess. So you understand what I mean, though, right?
2: Yeah, that's, that's my point. I mean, but you have to learn. I imagine, like, you're, you want to be happy, right?
3: Yeah, you have to learn that what makes you happy as a person. Yeah. That's you what ha- you have to learn. yeah, You
2: have to learn what makes you happy, and then once you figure out what makes you happy, then you've got to do things to get there, to get to that place. Yeah,
3: to get that emotion right.
2: Yeah I, yeah, I I don't know that you can actually have a happiness course. If you could, it should be mandatory in all schools. Because how much time do we spend uh, teaching kids, teaching ourselves? How much time do we spend on our own happiness? All right, John, how much how much time do you spend each week? Are you a happy guy?
3: Yeah, I'm more happier when I know I have a job and, you know, I go into work the next day. And that's my excitement, really.
2: So your excitement is when you go into work the next day. Yeah. So you love what you do sort of yeah what do you do
3: i work for the government
2: and you love that huh
3: yeah
2: all right you're I'm the one
3: on the ladder that's why it really doesn't affect me too much you know
2: yeah but i mean but you're you're ha- so you would say you're happy yeah all right that works. Thanks for the call to New Jersey, 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Not an easy answer here, you know. It's not going to be a very simple call. But what is happiness? How much time do you spend trying to be happy? You want to be happy, right? I just want to be happy. Well, what exactly is happiness? Again it to be taught in college. We're going to find out. The Master of Arts in Happiness Studies begins this October at Centenary University here in New Jersey. So what exactly is that? And is it something that uh, if they can figure this out, if this works, this is something that should be mandatory in every Jersey elementary school going forward. There should be a class every day. Imagine if you could take a break every day and spend 30 minutes on happiness. How much time do you spend in your life trying to be, you know, c- considerably thinking on happiness? What do I do to get happy? What do I do to be happy? What is happiness for me? As opposed to just being miserable, I wish I could be happy. Oh, I wish I could be happy. You know, so, so what so what do you do to be happy? Is it a good car that wears off? You know, is it, is it religion? You know, there's somewhere you go for an hour a week and that makes you happy? Michelle's in Deptford on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Michelle. Hey,
4: Steve. I love this topic. I absolutely believe that you're taught to be happy. I had a mother that was extremely happy, and, you know, she always woke us up with a kiss every morning, and, you know, I learned from there. Um, you know, she always used to say, treat people the way you would want to be treated. Right. Um, and I, And I love my husband. I love my kids. It makes me happy. You know what I mean? Those are the things that make people happy. And I don't think if you learn it in the home at an early age, I, I think it, it, it's tough because it's what you learn at an early age. So
2: no, that's great. That That's a very good point. So for you, you learned it from your parents. And this is something that we as parents should be passing down to our children. You know, how to keep Absolutely. them rooted. You came from a happy home. But then you go to school and what happens is life (laughs) tries to beat you down. And whatever is inside you that you had from growing up, you know, with a happy mom is what's got to sustain you for the rest of your life. But is this something that can be taught in schools?
5: I I think it should. Is there
4: something that, again, can uplift children at -hmm. an early age and, and give them hope. I think that would be amazing. I think that I, I I think you hit it on the nail on the head that it should be taught in school.
2: To offset everything starts else. It
4: starts at a young age. Absolutely. Oh, to I... to you know, come in with a great attitude and know not to give up, that it's always gonna get better. If you put the effort in, if you, you know, are nice to other people.
2: Yeah, you got to know exactly this is what happiness is. How do we get there? You know, this is the answer to the math problem. How did we get there? Show the work. Michelle, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Tori is in Union County on New Jersey 101.5. Tori, what are you thinking?
6: Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Um, so I think that there is a difference between happiness and joy. Okay. So I find joy in what I do every day. I'm a swim instructor. Okay. So I get to give and instill happiness, braveness, and courage in children and adults every day.
2: So you get rewarded every day.
6: Not financially. No, no, but spiritually,
2: mentally, emotionally. Absolutely, yeah. And that makes you happy.
6: Yes, and I think in school you do already learn that. However, they don't emphasize the difference between happiness and joy.
2: Well, yeah. So, all right, giving me, give me again. Ha- so, joy would be the temporary thing. Happiness would be the permanent thing. Exactly. And joy would be what you get. You know, how many joys does it take to equal happiness? You know what I'm saying? Uh, if I'm even
6: and that's sense. like you could have, you could be happy at your job or give joy to other people. Right. But maybe not necessarily be
2: happy with who you're working with or for. All right, I get that. But
6: what you're doing brings you happiness.
2: So what you need if you're going to teach a class, you would need to teach the class. And the little triggers, the little things, the little tips you can do during the day to sustain your happiness in the face of whatever adversity is being thrown at you. And I think that would be key because that's what the biggest problem most people have is the adversity that's being thrown at us on a daily basis.
6: And instead of focusing on what is making you unhappy, find those little sparkles of joy.
2: All right. Tori, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Sophie, hang out. one 800 Sedentary University uh, is going to be teaching a course Masters of Arts in Happiness Studies, beginning this October. I can't think of a more happy person than the man I'm about to throw this mic to.
7: Oh, wow. He exudes joy. (laughs) Listen to that
2: smile. Listen to that smile. You think it could be done? What's that?
7: You think it could be done? What? Teach happiness? Teach happiness? I mean, I think you could teach someone tricks to get yourself to happiness, maybe. Like, give them, uh, you know tips or steps to go through to make yourself happy, but I don't know if it's boom you're happy. (laughs) I've shown the Giants Super Bowl from 1987
2: (laughs) Zing now, the latest news brought to you by Bellare. You need to replace your home's windows or sliding glass doors. Call Bellare this April to get a free upgrade to triple-pane glass. Call 908-725-8401 or visit bellarenj.com for details. Some conditions apply. Steve Trevelis, Sedentary College in New Jersey is going to be offering the world's first Master of Arts in Happiness Studies this October virtual format 30-credit graduate degree. Uh, I'm wondering now, can you teach happiness? How much time do you spend being happy? Do you know what happiness is? Can you see yourself getting there? Or is it just some kind of default phantom, well, I just want to be happy? So many people say, I just want to be happy with no idea what happiness is. Where are you on this? Sophie's in Staten Island under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Sophie.
8: How you doing?
2: Good. How are you?
8: Listen, I, I first of all, I believe that a child is a product of their environment. If they're in a in a home where everybody's miserable, they're going to be miserable. Growing up, I, I'm an 81-year-old woman. Growing up, my family wasn't as lovey and dovey, you know, like a lot of people are. And I swore when I got married, I was going to give my children and my husband all the love and affection I didn't get. Right. And to be happy, you know, and uh, every morning you get up, you kiss them. First thing in the morning when I get up and I stretch my arms and I don't feel any wood, I say, thank you, sweet Jesus, and go on with a happy day.
2: All right. So you got religious ties and you got family ties and that makes you happy.
8: Yes, and you know, not, you don't have to look at what everybody else has. If you have a, he- a roof over your head and food on the table, thank God and be happy.
2: No, no, I get I that, but you know... you're
8: not going to have the same thing.
2: Right, but now I get what you're saying, but now think about this. What about all the kids... Who come from broken homes or miserable homes where there's a lot of tension, anxiety in the home, right? Where do they get, how do they learn to be happy? So they grow up miserable. They grow up in, you know, in misery. They go to school. Right. They deal with adversity. So how do you, you know, if anything, like I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. In schools, it would be nice if this works that you oh, could yeah. teach in elementary school. Okay. This, we're going to spend the next 45 minutes on this course on how to be happy and and little things that you can do that no matter how miserable the day or your life gets, you can fix it.
8: Right. Well, that's like you say, the kids that don't have anything, it breaks your heart knowing here you have food on the table. And how many kids are going without food and they live in abusive houses? Yeah, that would be wonderful if they could teach that in school and let a child go home happy. But then what do they do? They go home to misery again.
2: Well, that's where you got to work that happiness class. Nick is in on New Jersey, 101.5. Nick, what are you thinking?
0: Personally, I think fulfillment. I think you got to find something that uh, that you enjoy doing and uh, work towards it every day. Work, you know, uh, hard work probably uh, for me at least.
2: Is it seeing yourself working, or is it seeing yourself in a place that you want to get to?
0: Seeing yourself well, working towards the place that you want to get to.
2: So the joy is in the journey.
0: The joy is in the journey, exactly. All
2: right. I mean, I'm thinking like I'm thinking like a born to run right now. We're going to get to that place where we really want to go and we'll walk in the sun. Does that everybody happiness
0: has a different journey? Everybody has a different journey. Everybody comes from a different place. Right. So the uh, the path, the pathway that, that happiness, it's going to be different to everybody or for everybody.
2: Can you teach that in a school in a class?
0: Honestly, in a class in a classroom setting, I'm not sure. For me, it's more of a personal, or, or I, I would think it's more of a personal journey to happiness. All
2: right, what do you do for a living, Nick?
0: I am a building engineer.
2: You love what you do. I, uh,
0: yeah, you know, it's somewhat. I, I, I do. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going towards. I'm moving towards uh, more like project management right now. Right, but um. It's in, it's in the same category, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's
2: good. You're in a field that makes you happy. I can hear it in your voice. I can hear it in your definition. You love what you do, and You love moving up in the ranks, and you love the accomplishment.
0: Right, but it's not just my job, you know. It's what I do after my job. It's, it's uh, even speaking to people. If I could put a smile on somebody's face, that's enough for me, you know.
2: Yeah, there you go. Good stuff. Now, there's something else that would be great in a class. We gotta teach sarcasm. <laughs> Let's go to Julie Julie Julie's in brick on New Jersey one oh one point five. Hi Julie.
9: Great, how are you doing?
2: All right, what are you thinking?
9: Uh, so thankfully I've had a little bit of time to listen and just based off other people. I think happiness um, happiness is a result of you know having endorphins and dopamine released. Right. And I think a key thing to have those happen is to feel content and grateful. Uh, so, possessing gratitude at any level will release those, even at the most minuscule, um, you know, everyday small thing or something large. So,
2: what I about think, running? Uh,
9: um, I mean, some people can feel gratitude that they completed their run, um, that they are. No, but won. that
2: releases the endorphins, right? That, that releases True. the
9: dopamine, right? True. But it is, um, you know, you feel that, you feel something. So that's, I'm assuming, is, is some chemicals. But mm. in order to release those, I think the gratitude is, is really key, even if you're in a rough place. People were just talking about kids who grew up in uh, uh, yeah. difficult backgrounds.
2: Because you know what, like we, like someone said, family. So if you wake up, yeah. if you come from a great family, you get up in the morning and you're with mom and dad, and you have the, the, the breakfast table, and you feel great, like television. Then yeah. you go to school, and they make you feel miserable. I got to this, you got to that, get this assignment, and then uh, you know. So let's say you don't come from a family like that. Maybe you come from a latchkey family. Maybe you come from a family that's broken home. Maybe there's a lot of tension in your house. So now you go to school miserable. But, and now starting at that point, you then have to go through a miserable day. So now, you know, how do you teach kids? Like, there should be a class. Like, if this works at this university, were they able to teach it in college? Could they teach a class? That this is, you know, for little kids, all the, all ages through high school, this is how we are happy at this point in our life. Let's not forget the road. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to be? How do we get there? And how do we do it in a positive way that you're going to enjoy the journey?
9: hundred um, percent. Just real quick. I came from a broken home and having a uh, village to raise me and take care of me showed me that there was good out there. And I believe... The people who have gone through hardships, who have been at low places, are the ones who are more likely to feel gratitude and happiness, even with small things, than people who have absolutely everything. So for me, like when I left my home and went to school, I was happy because I got out of a situation that wasn't great. But I do believe going through hardships is really important to actually know what. Real happiness can be.
2: That's a very do good know point.
9: What the opposite
2: is. Yeah, that's a very good point. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. They once asked Groucho Marx, Do you know sadness? And Groucho Marx's response was, If I didn't know sadness, I couldn't make you laugh. In business, you need to focus on making money. When it comes to payroll, let the experts at BMA handle it. BMA is your one-stop shop for payroll with a personalized approach. No power of attorney agreements, no contracts, no middleman, just a flat monthly fee. They work with your accountant. Integrate with your 401k, workman's comp, HR providers, and protect against payroll tax fraud. Mention New Jersey 101.5. You waive the $250 setup fee. You've got enough to deal with in business. Let BMA handle the... Payroll, 180283101.5 Steve travel Steve be right back. 1 800 283 101.5. You know, you can win up to $10,000 on New Jersey 101.5. Listen, weekdays for New Jersey cash code words, enter them on our app every hour, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. There are new chances to win up to $10,000. Thanks to our sponsor, the all new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, Bet Parks. It's go time, baby. The $10,000 Jersey Cash Codes contest on New Jersey 101.5. What is happiness? Is this something that can be taught in college? I ask because it could be happening. Sedentary College has got a degree program where you could learn happiness. Masters of Arts in Happiness Studies begins this October. So is this something that can be taught in school? And if you were going to design a happiness course to be taught to children in New Jersey, what would it be? Bill's in Robbinsville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bill.
10: Hey, Steve, how you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you? Bill? So, I... Bill, Bill, you're cutting in and out.
0: Can you hear me now?
2: Now I got you. Go
0: ahead. All right, perfect. So I see it two ways. Uh, I definitely see the, the part where you could recognize what happiness is to you. Right. Right. So what what are the things that make you happy or that bring you happiness in your life? And then I see the other side of it, which is understanding and recognizing the stresses, and the negativity. And what are those triggers and what do you do to make that a positive situation? So it, it doesn't make someone depressed or it doesn't make someone unhappy. So it, it's a little bit about understanding yourself. Because things are going to happen. And even if you teach someone happiness, right. I mean, life happens. Yeah. happens. Um, it, it could be I'm you know, talking about children it could be sports it could be a strikeout or it could be having a bad day at school or it could be bullying like what are those things and how do you
2: um, balance that but understand it but then do something with, like positive with it yeah How do you, how do you combat that? That's very good. Bill, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right. Walt, Raymond, stick around. I want to give you guys more time. We take a quick break. We're going to come back. Think about this. If you were going to design a course in happiness to be taught to Jersey elementary kids, school children, there's a college course, Sedentary University, Masters of Arts in Happiness Studies. What exactly is happiness? How do we get there? Can it be taught in school? If you would design a class, what would it be? All Jersey. All Come
11: Come
2: to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Treble is talking to you till 11 o'clock. you coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. And uh, we're going to give you tickets to the uh, Philadelphia Fan Expo. That it Center City, Philadelphia, at the convention hall. William Shatner is going to be there. Kevin Smith is going to be there. Carl Weathers is going to be there. Brett Spinner is going to be there. Jonathan Frakes is going to be there. Uh, a whole cast of thousands. Billy West, Brennan Stempey is going to be there. It's going to be a great time. And we're going to hook you up with uh, all kinds of tickets to go because I know that's what you want. Gemini is going to be here. The very funny Johnny Lombardi. But right now, there's a happiness class that's being offered. A course in happiness at sedentary university and uh, basically it's the masters of arts in happiness studies so I'm reading this and I'm thinking to myself you know what exactly is happiness and can you teach it and what is happiness for you and if you were going to teach a class in happiness how would you do it and it should be mandatory in schools as far as I'm concerned Walt is in Rhode Island on uh, New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Walt.
12: Hey, how are you? I'm in Connecticut now, but...
2: Oh, okay, I, I forgot to take the tracker off you. <laughs>
12: yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you know where you live, we'll, Walt. <laughs> yeah, we'll tune it back up later, but, yeah. I, you know, this brings up so many questions for me when you when you talk about yeah. the subject. You know, like, is is there a pre-qualification to get into the course? you have to fill out a questionnaire? Uh, you have
2: to smile happy. a lot, I guess, right? Yeah.
12: Yeah. <laughs> if you're too unhappy, maybe they don't have you come in. If you're too happy, you can't come in.
2: Yeah, really. <laughs> nah, you're miserable. You can't make it in this class. Get <laughs> out of here.
12: Yeah. And, and, like, at the end of the class, so to like, follow the people a year later and, and ask people that are, like, part of their circles, hey, what is so-and-so like? Do they seem happy to you? Have they changed since they took the course? To actually see if it really provided something that's lasting for people. And like a lot of other people said, I really think it has a lot to do with your your upbringing. You know, if the only thing you got to play with when you were a kid is a cockroach, I don't think – You're going to be be
2: pretty miserable,
1: right?
12: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like if every day was Christmas, after a while, Christmas won't
2: be special anymore. So I think about being grateful and not. No, but how would you, but think about this way. How would you teach it? You would have to, like, basically, I'm thinking of this as something that you would counter the misery of the day. You know what I mean? If you taught kids, this is how to be happy or little triggers or whatever, or people, people want to be happy. They, they search for happy. The goal is happiness, but they have no idea what that is nor how to get there. It's not like it's the default. that When all your problems go away, all that's left, you know, is your happiness. So the question is, you know, what exactly would that be? How would you teach that in class? And if you could teach it in college, you should be teaching it in elementary. I'd much rather have that than critical race theory.
12: You know, I, I think, I think it should start from right when you're when you're a little kid. Even if it, like it, like if you were in three years old, I really think they should come to your home and see what what conditions people are living under. Because but they can't
2: do that. I mean, all you're left with, they, all you have is class. All you have is the class. You're the teacher. You got to design the curriculum in the classroom.
12: Yep, and you know it, it's like you could teach somebody mathematics, and you could teach them about finance and how to invest. But if they have no money and they can't get a loan. It's great to have the knowledge, but so what? But you're
2: now, yeah, but John, but Walt, now you're teaching the idea that the reason you come to school is the one day you're going to get the money. So that when you get, they don't even teach that, right? They don't even teach what to do with your money. They just teach that if you make the money, and then uh, you're going to blow it because we're too busy teaching all this other wasted stuff. Walt, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Again, like critical race theory. Raymond is in Rockaway, Monazada.
11: Steve. Uh, I love this topic, and that's why I called. What do you think? You know, life, you know, happiness is how you make it, not how it makes you. Right. And first of all, I'm really blessed by God, by living in three continents, speaking six languages. Uh, I'm, I'm a vet of two wars. I'm still kicking and it's amazing. You know, uh, Steve, uh, the problem with, I love every religion. I don't care about religion because religion is only tradition. Right. It's how you're born, who's your father or mother. It doesn't matter. Uh, I love every religion. I go every day I see a lot of the school kids that comes to Quick Check and Rockaway, and I talk to them in Spanish, in, in Greek, that whatever. That keeps you young. Yeah, but, you know, it, it is amazing. Uh, I love life. Uh, I mean, I've traveled practically half the world when my wife was, was alive. But, you know, I've seen a lot. And I love life, really. And I hope everybody stays healthy, because when you're healthy, you can make life much better.
2: I but now, when things got tough, Raymond, when things got miserable, what did you do to make yourself happy?
11: Uh... I go out and I see people, you know, I'm the only one left in my whole, whole family, Mm -hmm. whether it's uncles or brother-in-laws, mother-in-laws, it doesn't matter, they're all gone, I'm the only one left with a son (laughs) who who doesn't want to get married, so I don't have to babysit, you know.
2: (laughs) There you go, there you go, I like that. I go
11: out, I see people, sing Sinatra. Yeah. Really? I am very, I'm very fortunate. All right, what? an 86-year-old man.
2: Exactly. And that's probably how you got to be 86. You know the secret, how to be happy. Raymond, thanks for the call to New Jersey, 101.5. John, I'm giving you more time. one 800 1015 Think about this. We spend countless hours working, uh, dealing with life as it comes to us, dealing with the adversity, of uh, the expenses of living in New Jersey, uh, how many jobs we have to work, supporting our families from, you know, childhood, you know, classes, teachers, getting grades, etc., etc. How much time is actually spent on our happiness? And how much of an understanding do we have of what it takes to be happy? Happiness is a song. Happiness is a poem. Happiness is a movie. Is happiness a reality? Now, Centenary College, Centenary University, Centenary University in New Jersey is going to teach a course, Master of Arts in Happiness Studies, this October, virtual format. It's going to be worth thirty credit degree program. Can it be done? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. How would you feel about the idea of a happiness course being taught in schools to children to offset? all the adversity they're going to be dealing with the rest of the day. 1-800-283-101.5 one 283 1015 Are you ready to work with an agent who does more than put a sign in your yard? Robert Dukanski of REMAX First Advantage will help you take advantage of this seller's market and put thousands of dollars back in your pocket. Joseph was moving to Pennsylvania, so he needed to sell his home in brick. He called Rob. No problem. After 12 days on the market, there'd been 19 showings, multiple offers. He was on his way to Pennsylvania with a boatload of cash. The home sold for $340,000, all cash, $15. Thousand dollars over the list price. Rob spends over 250 grand a month to market his homes. This generates a huge pool of buyers looking for a home just like yours. Robert Tekansky has superior marketing and he can sell your home for the highest price possible. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Decanski at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015 or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com and start packing Hacking is fast traffic. Now, Sesame Place. Want to have fun this summer? Get paid to do it. Sesame Place is hiring. As a Sesame Place employee, you'll get free park admission, discounted park tickets for family and friends, scholarship opportunities, and other exclusive perks. Get all the details and apply today at sesameplacejobs.com. Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. All right, what is happiness? There's going to be a course taught at Centenary University, Masters of Arts and Happiness Studies. Starts this October, virtual format. It's online, 30-credit graduate degree. is an interdisciplinary program designed for leaders who are committed to personal, interpersonal, organizational, and societal happiness, said Bruce Murphy, university president. So think about this. This is how important it is to be happy. And this is why you need to learn happiness. So why are we waiting to college to teach it? What if we taught in elementary school? And what does it take to be happy? Is it something that just happens to you? When all else fails? All other misery, that is. And well, I guess I got to be happy now because I'm not pissed off about anything. Or is it something that's defined, thought about, sought after? This is what it takes to make me happy. i got to get there. What is that? Uh, $100,000 a year makes me happy. i got to get there. You get there, you're still miserable. Now what? What exactly is happiness? What does it take to make you happy? Should it be taught in schools? John's in Manchester on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, John?
13: Yeah, I don't believe you can actually teach happiness because it's such an individual thing. Like, for an analogy, if the Giants are playing the Eagles and the Giants win, there's going to both the Eagle fans are going to be unhappy. Who cares? Them.
2: Let them be miserable. They deserve it. The hell with them. The Giants won the game. That's all I care about. I'm happy. That's what I'm saying. And both both Eagles both fans of them are man. Be unhappy. Good. <laughs> but, One could push the other off the bridge. What <laughs> am I <can't>.
13: getting? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's an individual thing. Um, a day at the beach. I'm not happy about a day at the beach. Right. You know, but a lot of people are.
2: No, but what can you trigger, what can you be taught, I think, I'm guessing this is what it is, so that as life, you know, punches you in the nose throughout the day, you can counterpunch with little tricks or things inside you that would be able to, you know, put you in that state of euphoria, which would get you over.
13: Right, which I think you just summed it up. You find happiness inside your own self.
2: All right. So what do you find? where do you find the happiness inside your own self?
13: My wife, my children, my job, um, hobbies that I have, making people laugh. I love to, you know, crack jokes. Um, And someday you'll do that. (laughs) You, you, you as a comic. Uh, I mean, I know this has never happened to you. Never happened to me. You know, a comic is bombing, and
2: oh, that's happened to
13: me. He's looking. Well, he's looking for that one person. He's making everybody laugh, but there's that one stone-faced person. And you're not even worried about all the other people that are laughing. You just want to get that one stone-faced person to crack a smile. That's going to make you happy.
9: And,
2: And you know what? It won't it won't and and that's the thing you know the, the comics do that you're so much better off find the one guy that's laughing play to him that'll make everybody else laugh John thanks for the call The New Jersey 101.5 Rod is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5 what's up Rod
14: hey uh, how you doing man alright you yeah I guess I'm doing alright sure
2: um, you want to think about it <laughs> take a break
14: yeah, because, like, I'm kind of trying to struggle to find happiness myself.
2: What's the matter? And
14: I don't know. It's just that, I don't know. I just feel incomplete. I feel like okay. something's, like, missing. Like, there's a part of me that's just, um, you know, empty and stuff like that.
2: Do you like what you do? <sighs>
14: I mean, I see myself every every damn day and every damn night, and I still can't find an answer to it. I'm trying, though. No,
2: no, I get that. I get that. I mean, have you talked to anybody?
14: Nah, I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't seem like I'm going to get anywhere by just having a...
2: Let me ask you this. Have you ever tried to envision what exactly happiness is for you? Have you had it all? The genie showed up tomorrow and said, Rod, what do you want? Whatever it is, you got it. Have you ever thought about what it would be or put yourself in that, what it would feel like to be in that situation?
14: Well, I think what would make me happy is to um, to help make a positive impact on my nation and try to make things far better than where it is now and feel proud that I'd be I'm the one that contributed to it. So you think
2: it's a global thing that's making you not
14: happy? It's a more national well, about national. I don't thing. know about, yeah, it's just a national thing because let the other nations yeah. worry about their own...
2: Right. So you're unhappy because of the state of the country?
14: It's, that's just part of it. Okay, what's the rest? I'm, I don't know, I just feel like I just wish I'd find a place where I where I do fit in where you know how do you say it a place for every book every book in its place yeah I've yet to find mine
2: there's a there was a Christmas carol called uh Mr. Magoo uh Mr. Magoo does a Christmas carol way back in 1962 it was done and it was a song a hand for each hand was planned in the world why don't my fingers reach millions of grains of sand in the world why such a lonely beach uh you know it's it it takes time, you know, but it takes the fact that you're thinking about it now. The fact that you, you know, are questioning it and seriously want to find it goes such a long way. You know, do you, do you think this is something that, you know, can be taught? I would say, like, visualize, see yourself where you want to be, and that's the easiest way to get there. But before you can do that, you have to really give a lot of thought as to where you want to be and what that is.
14: Well, uh, school-wise, I, I highly doubt it could be taught. It just has to be experienced. Life, I feel, is the only way to learn true happiness. Not, not through, not, not as an academic. I doubt that.
2: And that makes sense. You know, the only thing you can teach in school is if this, then that. You know, and if you, and I guess like. How to cope? You know, I guess we'd more like happiness could be more like coping skills that would get you out of depression and put you on a course to happiness. That makes sense.
14: I think so. Um, there was just this one time throughout my life I kind of found some happiness. I I used to write. I used to love telling stories, and now that today's entertainment is just such garbage it's always identity this political that and it just it, it, it just ruins it yeah but think about this I,
2: if you sit down right now right and you write and you just write, you know just go write something go write something that you like and who knows maybe what you write could be the thing that changes all that most of the time it takes one thing to change all that think of where the world was before the beatles first song came out and how different the world was after that go write something go take everything inside you put it down on paper see how it comes out and and take the shot and you know and 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 see how you feel after that right i gotta hit the news but thanks for calling new jersey at 101.5 it's eight thirty. Now the leader brought to you by Veteran Care Services. Did you know that senior veterans and their spouses may qualify for a veteran pension plan? They can pay up to $2,200 a month for your medical care. See if you or a loved one qualifies. Call Veteran Care Services now at 1-888-E-VETERANS. All right, Steve Trevelyse. Jordan's in the house.
15: Hey, how's it going?
2: I can't complain. Uh, So what do you think of the idea of uh, happiness in college? A class in happiness in college. Happiness 101.
15: So happiness, in my opinion, can be subjective. But you put it really, really well before when you said that it could be teaching coping mechanisms. And I think that's something that in school we really don't teach kids. And right. it's a really important, very important skill to have, especially the kids having meltdowns. How do you cope with that to calm yourself down?
2: Start it in preschool. Exactly. But that's part of it because a coping mechanism isn't happiness. Like, what is happiness? Like, it, what everybody has their own view. So if you look at a movie, they lived happily ever after. What is that? You know, what is happiness? So the idea, if you want to teach someone, if the goal in life is is to be happy. And you need to know, I have a definite a definition up to what as to what that is. That this is where I want to go. This is that place I want to get to. You know, and again, I'll give you the Born to Run line, you know, that we're going to get to that place where we really want to go and we'll walk in the sun. That's the definition of happiness in that song. So now I know where I'm going. I know what's going to happen when I get there. But in life, we don't. So how do you, you know, coping mechanism, this is going to stop me being miserable now, but what is, where, where is, what is that place?
15: So I can't define happiness for you, but I am looking at an article from CBS News that has five scientifically proven ways to be happier. So happiness
2: is scientifically proven, okay.
15: This is done by a Stanford University School of Business, Melanie Rudd, and then an MBA student and Wharton marketing professor, uh, Cassie Mogliner, and basically they focused in on how people spend their time and how that affects happiness.
2: Okay, so how you spend your time, well yeah, if you spend your time happy, you're going to be happy. If you spend your time miserable, you're not going to be happy.
15: So their first tip is spend the time with the right people. So it seems simple, right? But Take what yourself
2: away from the depressing people who bitch all day long and hang out with people who like life.
15: Well, what they're saying is avoid small talk, actually. And really? it's saying that small talk makes people feel unhappy and often at work relationships are a good amount of small talk. I mean, if your work is very fulfilling, it says, and it's something that, you find your colleagues or your good friends well that is considered socially connecting um but in this case it's saying if you want to increase your happiness it's far better to find one or two colleagues you can have a real discussion that with than to engage in small talk around the water cooler
2: All Right. so if you find real because real friends you're not going to just talk about work you're going to talk about other
15: stuff well Put example for us. We're friends. I enjoy right. talking to you and I find happiness from talking to you because we don't small talk. We go into the Beatles. We go into we this. Work. We go into that.
2: Well, we've got other things besides work to talk about. Exactly. But when you get the people that only talk about work, that gets depressing.
15: So that's what it's saying. So okay. eliminate small talk and try to focus on relationships that you can get more out of and have a real discussion.
2: Okay. All
15: right. The next one is spend time on socially connecting activities such as volunteering and spending time with friends. And it says volunteering has been proven to be a good way to increase happiness. Okay. I, can ag- I can agree with that.
2: All right, you volunteer, you give in of yourself, makes you feel good, you're rewarding yourself. I like that. Okay. Well, you feel
15: good when you help somebody else. Right, You walk yeah. away with a good feeling. All right, the third one, I love this one. What is that? Daydream. Daydream? Yep, or, as the researchers say, enjoy the experience without spending the time.
2: I spend most of my education daydreaming, so that works out pretty good.
15: Yeah, I actually like that because, I mean, for me, daydreaming is I daydream all the places I want to visit and places I want to travel. And looking forward to those things brings me happiness. Okay. Right, I would play this, the
2: second side of Abbey Road in class, but that's a different.
15: Seriously, right, I, serious, right. I would. The fourth one is expand your time. So this doesn't mean that Expand you really- Expand your time? Yeah. Was that drugs? No, no, no. And it says focusing on the here and now slows down the perceived passage of time. So le- feeling less rushed and hurried. And it says how to do that is to breathe slowly. So kind of stop, take a couple deep breaths, calm yourself down, take yourself out of the moment for a minute and then recenter yourself. Okay. Um, it says volunteering makes it seem like you have more time. And then it says, pay people to do the chores you hate.
2: Pay people to do the chores, bribe people to do the chores you hate.
15: Okay. No, pay people. Don't even bribe them. Just pay them. Like, Anybody
2: want to write a post? <laughs> okay. But
15: no, it makes sense. Two posts? To be honest, my mom my mom hates cleaning. My right. mom does not like cleaning the toilet. She does not like changing the sheets in the house and all the bedrooms. That's why we have children. Well, she hires someone to come do that for us, that she has, because she's a, she's a full-time employee, a single mom. I mean... It makes sense, so she I finds had happiness I have two sons. This going
2: to be great. They're going to learn to do chores. It hasn't happened yet. They're 15.
15: Well, that's why I'm saying. Mean,
2: not for lack of trying.
15: Well, does it make you upset that no one does it? Uh, Yeah. So it says pay someone to do it. Pay so
2: someone to do it. will It'll make okay. you happier, Steve. Uh, my kids get a job, and we use their money to pay somebody to do it. Or pay your that's kids it. to you, do you it. Form it. You farm it out to do it, and then they make sure they get it done.
15: And the last one. Yes. Be aware that aging changes the way people experience happiness.
2: I, that makes sense. It you says, know, everything, you want different things at different ages in your life.
15: That's exactly what it says. It says, youth tend to equate happiness with excitement. But as you get older, happiness is associated with a feeling of peacefulness.
2: Makes sense. All right. So, but these are things you could put this, you could take these principles, put them in a course, stick them in a school so that if you're in elementary school you could literally teach, and I think it's what they don't teach, how to be happy. Because if you can learn how to be happy, if you could spend time, uh, a, a 45 minute period, focusing on happiness, then the rest of the day, or whatever else comes your way, you could, I'm writing a song now, you could then figure, okay. I I can deal with this better because I just had that 45-minute happiness class, and that's going to get me over the hump. Minsky and Doyle. Doyle. Our very own Bill Doyle at the grand opening of the new AT&T store, 209 Applegarth Road in Monroe Township, this Saturday beginning at noon. AT&T as you covered at their newest store in your neighborhood, so be sure to stop by. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. What is the definition of happiness, and can it be taught in schools? We're about to find out. In just two weeks, Centenary University has received applications from more than 130 people interested in being a master in the field of happiness. How about that? Uh, It's a private institution scheduled to launch the world's first Master of Arts in Happiness Studies this October. Now, can you do this? And have you ever really thought... I've thought about this. I've talked to people about this. Uh, the idea that happiness is not the default. It's something that has to be planned out, thought out, exact, has to be defined, and you have to find a path to get there. And that's the way you live a happy life. Um, but there, how many people know what that is or know how to get there? And if this is possible to teach in college... Why are we not teaching it in elementary school? Why are we not giving kids four or five the road to happiness and where it starts there? And maybe maybe at that point, just like in other courses, you learn different things at different times. Maybe the idea that, you know, where's your happy place? You know, go to your happy place. You know, where's your happy place? Well, remember the, um, used to be Charlie Brown posters, happiness is, right? Happiness is a warm puppy. Happiness is a warm gun. What is happiness? They sing about it. You know, uh, I want to be happy, but I can't be happy till I make you happy too. How can that be? You know, when the airplane drops the masks, they tell you to carry yourself first. You can't make anyone else happy unless you're happy. Can you teach that in school? one eight hundred two eight three one oh one point five. You know what are the mechanisms inside you that keep you happy? Now here's the thing. If you're gonna teach this in school, how would you do it? Is it something that should be taught at home or is it something that should act I think it's something that should be taught in school simply because there's no guarantee that everybody's coming from a happy home. So I think that's the difference. You could jump on, Jordan. I mean, I think that's the difference.
15: Yeah, I think it's it's a lot of things. I mean, happiness, as we said, repetitively, it's subjective. But we can teach these small little tools to help us be a little bit happier without with our lives.
2: To teach kids. Yeah. So that when they're in school, they know that at least at some point in their day, they're going to be happy. At some point in their day, from kindergarten all through 12th grade, and then some. Happiness will be focused upon. Some people get happiness simply from going from religion, so they get their happiness uh, in an hour on a Sunday in a church or a Saturday in a synagogue, and that's where they get their happiness from. And they'll, you know, their happiness is sustained through their religion. And then there are other people who are non-religious. You know, where do they get it from? So it's not. It's 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 a again. It's it's a living, breathing thing that needs to be defined, that constantly changes, needs to be realigned, and how do you get there? And is this something that could possibly be taught in a school? i got a blog at nj1015.com that explains uh, more of my thoughts on it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And uh, if anybody's going to sign up for the Centenary University course, Masters of Arts in Happiness Studies this October, I'd like to hear your thoughts about it. I want to hear your thoughts about it after you get the bill. Because, as we know, when you buy this, happiness does have a price. Heading out tonight... That's all right. 1-800-283-101.5 is what gets you through the night. Steve Trebley. And uh, Trevi is coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. You're playing for tickets to the uh, Philadelphia Fan Expo. William Shatner is going to be there. Kevin Smith is going to be there. They've both been here. Uh, Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed is going to be there. He's in Star Wars. There's all kinds of people going to be there. And uh, you're going to get to go as well. You can buy all kinds of stuff. Great paraphernalia, great memorabilia, autographs. You can get signed. Uh, it's It's a whole thing. And we got your Passes, and they're coming up in the next hour. Johnny Gemini Lombardi is going to be here as well. Uh, Yesterday, yesterday was a hell of a night, man. We had Kevin Smith on. We had uh, uh, from the uh, Ken Negri from uh, the the Voxies, the Voxies, the Voxies, the Voxies. Voxies is a Jersey thing. The Voxies, and they're going to be opening for Bon Jovi on uh, Friday night in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then it came out earlier in the day that we lost this guy spring
14: will
2: soon be gone. Oh, Bobby Rydell, oh, at the age of 79, passed away from complications from pneumonia yesterday afternoon. And uh, I was lucky enough to talk to Bobby back in 2016. And he was a huge Bobby Darren fan. And if you go on NJ1015.com, you'll see the story about... Uh, his conversation, hanging out with Frank Sinatra, how wild the days came to be. And the reason I bring up Bobby Rydell is that he was one of the first teen idols. There was a period in the early 60s, the 1959 rock and roll would pretty much, uh, they thought they put an end to it. Uh, Buddy Holly dies in a plane crash. Elvis Presley uh, goes into the army. Chuck Berry goes to jail and uh, tax evasion and Jerry Lee Lewis marries his cousin. So this left kind of a hole between uh, those guys and when four other guys would come in a plane from Liverpool in 1964 that void was filled by Bobby Darin uh, Bobby Rydell Frankie Avalon Fabian and uh, little girls back in uh, 1960 to 1963 had, uh, Bobby Rydell's poster all over their rooms and their walls, and, uh, they wore the t-shirts, and they loved Bobby. you had the pompadour and the whole thing, but, uh, what a great guy. I, another one of those guys I going to talk to for hours. I could to talk to Kevin Smith for hours last night. So, uh, what I want to know from you this hour, who were the teen idols? Who were your teen idols growing up? Whose, uh, poster did you have on the wall? Whose poster did you have on the wall?
15: I had a lot. And you had a lot? What I was going to tell you is I used to have a magazine subscription, which I may- Tiger
2: Beat, I Sweet was gonna, 16. Well, it was
15: Tiger Beat. You had Tiger Beat? I had Tiger Beat and J14. Those were my magazines. I literally had a Tiger Beat cover pulled up to show you. Because oh, yeah.
2: Everybody knows Tiger Beat's been around forever.
15: It was. To me, it was like it was clickbait before clickbait was even a thing. Yeah, it like literally, I'm looking at this. The it headline. Was turn. Well, this was about Justin Bieber, who was poster I totally had on my wall. Right. But the the headline of this of this Tiger Beat it says, "Would Justin date a fan? He tells Tiger Beat the truth." And it's like, I was celebrity obsessed as a kid. Yeah. So I had all the posters came right out of Tiger Beat and went right so you on my took wall. The
2: pages out of the magazine and put them up on the wall.
15: No, they included posters. Like, full-size posters would be folded and included. Like folds? Yep. Get out. (laughs) Yep. Like, you would unfold it. It'd be, like, folded into four squares. You'd unfold it. You had a full-size poster to put on your wall. And every every magazine had, like, two of them, probably.
2: Three. 70s, David Cassidy was a big one. He was huge. Yeah. Uh, Keith Partridge. Uh, We used to go down the shore with this other family, uh, the Provenzanos. And... uh, so there was a um, Sajid Khan is the guy I'm thinking of. Not the guy that owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. There was a TV show on uh, about an elephant back in like the late 60s, early 70s. And I never saw the show. I know the guy, Den- Jay North from Dennis the Menace was in it. But uh, Sajid Khan was the hero, was the, was the teen idol. And, and it we be all, like, like Jordan was saying, you know, all this like gossipy kind of stuff, Money 1-800-283-101.5, who were the teen idols? Who was your teen idol? The poster you had on the wall, Terry's in Delran on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Terry.
16: Hi, good evening. Oh, I love your show. Oh, thank you. Uh, Tony Bennett, and I lived in a small town just up the hill from LaGuardia Airport in New York. Right. And his brother had a local beauty parlor, and his pictures were everywhere. Really? Yep, mm-hmm. East Elmhurst, New York. Oh, All right. my God.
2: He went from rags to riches.
16: Well, we, we came here in 77, opened the first Carvel in Morristown.
2: You did? Yeah.
16: Oh, mm-hmm. how about that? We, we were there for 11 years. and
2: You had Fudgy to well.
16: Oh, my God,
2: yeah. I love Fudgy to well, Fudgy to well. That's what I want for Father's yeah. Day. Fudgy to Whale. Well. I tell my kids, if I want a well of a cake for a well whale of a dad, I want Fudgy yeah. to Whale. Well. That's what I get.
16: I enjoy your show every night. Thank
2: you. It's wonderful. Oh, Terry, thank you. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, there was like the Tiger Beats been going on. Like I said, I remember when I was a kid, uh, there was a TV show on about an elephant. And the guy that rode the elephant was apparently a teen idol. And they had his pictures. Sajid Khan was the guy's name. And I don't know whatever happened to him. But the thing about it, like, don't you, but do you outgrow it? I mean, Um,
15: but you know what I mean? Like what? The posters on the wall?
2: No, the, the guy. I mean, like it's
15: like the person. Yeah. Um, well, it really depends. So Justin Bieber, I kind of outgrew him. I don't really listen to his music so much anymore, but let me give you a better example. Okay. I was the biggest fan of the movie high school musical. It came out. I was in element elementary school, I think. Right. And I had Zac Efron's poster plastered all over my wall. I don't think I really grew out of that phase because it was such a big part of my childhood. For example, my mom, she's so into Dirty Dancing and Sixteen Candles.
2: Your mom's into Dirty Dancing?
15: Oh, that's one of her favorite I've movies. i got a
2: guy for her to meet.
15: <laughs> <laughs> um, we got to get yeah, Frankie in here. Yeah, exactly. Um, but... Those were part of her childhood, so I think for her, you don't grow out of that same way. I don't feel like I grew out of high school music. No,
2: but you, you. I remember having this discussion. Right? Rick Springfield was huge in the early '80s. Yeah, Jesse's girl. I've done everything for you. Everybody loved Rick Springfield. And then a couple of years later, he has a song called "Don't Talk to Strangers." And I'm thinking, well, if you love when you love, so your 14 year old girl, you love the guy. When you're 16. You want to put away 14 year old things, right? You're grown up now, you know, he's in there, he, I'm, not, I'm too old for Rick Springfield, he's, you know, so, so it hurts the artist, no?
15: So I guess with music, that's definitely true. Like I feel that exact way kind of about Justin Bieber when I was younger. Yeah,
2: but he wouldn't appeal to you now because yeah. you, you're so much more sophisticated.
15: I'm also more into different types of music. I right. don't really listen to pop as much as I used to.
2: That's what made it so incredible that the Beatles were able to sustain that because they were little girl teen idols in the early years, but yet they grew and one of the few bands that grew and took the fans with them. You can, you could, they were one of the few bands you could age with. Rolling Stones, the same thing. You know, all the little girls that loved the pop, when they got more sophisticated, you know, as you grew up, they were one of the bands you could stay with. Steve, How was it?
15: who were the girl posters you had on your wall?
2: I had no girls on my wall. No wall, just, I just had, then? I had, I uh-huh. had athletes. I had, uh, I had a monkeys. I had the Beatles, but I had, um, I had all New York Giants. I had a wall of quarterbacks, a wall of running backs, a wall of wide receivers, a wall of basketball players. My whole room was one giant collage. I used to get Sports Illustrated, Sport Magazine, pro quarterback, cut them all up, baseball. I would have Yankees. I would have all sports. So like you my did. Entire, my house is like that now. But my entire walls were covered in it.
15: You did what I did with Tiger Beat. But with Sports Illustrated.
2: Exactly. I did it with all the sporting magazines. All right, 1 800 283 101.5. Give me your teen idol growing up. Who was your idol growing up? Who were the posters you had on your walls? Here's New Jersey 101.5. Fast traffic. For the new Treat Truck, uh, a big event coming up and you want to wow your guests, check out My Treat Truck, a mobile candy truck company that brings fun and nostalgia to any event. Weddings, barbat mitzvahs, corporate events, and more. Visit MyTreatTruck.com to reserve your date today. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5, Steve Trevelese. Bobby Rydell, teen idol, passes away at the age of 79. 79 years young. Who are the teen idols on your wall? Let's talk to uh, Mary Ellen's on the Barkway on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Mary Ellen. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How you doing?
5: Good. Very good, thanks. Very good. Well, my teen idols, you mentioned Sajid Khan, and I had forgotten about him, but, oh, I know I had a poster of him. He probably just had a loincloth on, sitting on top of the elephant. Sitting on the, who was the elephant? Very cute. All uh, right. I don't remember. There's probably a name, too. You're it right. had to be. And name. you remember Shane North? I didn't remember that Shane North being in that show.
2: He I was Dennis remember. the Menace.
5: Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the guys, also, I had on my wall Davy Jones from The Monkees.
2: Right, Davy uh, Jones. Okay.
5: David Cassidy and Mark Lester.
2: Who's Mark Lester?
5: Played, all right. He played uh, Oliver in Oliver Twist, Oliver the movie.
2: Oh, really? I never I never saw... You know, uh, yeah. the very first Ed Sullivan show that the Beatles were on, Davy Jones uh, yeah. was on it, and he played Oliver uh, in the movie.
8: Oh, oh
5: really? Well, there's a movie that was in the 60s, maybe 68, uh-huh. 69. It won Best Picture, and I remember my whole sixth grade class. We went on a class trip to the Warthorne Theater, uh,
2: Worththorne,
5: New Jersey. How about we were, that? Um And we saw, you know, what, Oliver,
2: Mark Lester, very cute, yeah. Okay. So you had Mark Lester, Davy Jones, and Sajid Khan on the wall. Oh,
5: absolutely.
2: And David Cassidy, Jersey's own David Cassidy. Yes,
5: yes, absolutely,
2: yes, yes. All right, now how long, how long before you outgrew him? I would say
5: say by the 8th grade, I think I was done. But I got that Tiger Beat magazine, and there was another magazine, I can't remember the name, it was 16. 16, 16 magazine. Could, oh, my gosh. What?
2: 16 magazine.
5: Yes, that probably was the other one, but definitely Tiger Beat uh-huh. was the best. Oh, my gosh.
2: And they're still out. And then Jordan got Tiger Beat. She's 23, and that's they're still out. And you know what? Despite yeah. the internet and everything, Mary Ellen, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Steve is in Delaware on New Jersey 101.5. Steve O. Hey, Steve. I had a movie uh, poster of Joe Namath with C.C. Ryder. You remember that movie? Oh, uh, how could you forget? How could you not forget the Joe Namath love scene with Anne Margaret? Oh man, in the limousine, you got good memory, man. Make it well. I saw a thing on Joe Namath a couple of months ago, and they showed the love scene, and I'm like, "That lucky best. <laughs> you know what? We're motorcycles too. Yeah, and, and he rode motorcycles. Yeah, you know Joe Namath. When you really think about it, had to be the love luckiest Namath. man alive. I'm telling you. Yeah, he came talk about talk about being in the right place at the right time. That's what they should call the Joe Namath story. And if there was ever a movie that should be made. The best football movie never made was the Joe Namath story. He he was the man, The rock star quarterback. There you go. Yeah, he he basically saved football in a lot of ways. That's a good one. Steve, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. See, Tiger Beat's been around forever.
15: That makes me really happy. Your
2: grandmother probably watched Tiger, Red Tiger, beat. I mean, it was. She has Sinatra on the wall, right?
15: <laughs> it just defined my childhood. I actually have an artist I thought of that I didn't grow out of. Okay. Because they grew along with us, Miley Cyrus. She started for us as Hannah Montana on a TV show. Right. That was my. That's first, a good one. Yeah. That was my first concert. I was in Hannah elementary Montana? school. Was my Hannah Montana and the Jonas Brothers. Okay. Was my first concert. on the same bill. On the same bill, Jonas Brothers with the opening act. Okay. And I feel, I mean, <clears throat> Miley just put out an album last year with Joan Jett on it. Uh, who else was on it? A ton of artists. She transitioned from being like teeny bopper to an actual artist that I still listen to. I just bought her new album on vinyl and added it to my collection. Like she's someone who I felt grew along with us.
2: It's not an easy thing. When you get... Because the biggest problem, like, um, a lot of artists had in the... Especially when, when the Beatles hit, when the British Invasion hit, it ended a lot of careers. And a lot of people had... Ricky Nelson had struggled with that. Uh, a lot of artists had their careers ended. Uh, in fact, even during British Invasion, the early part of British, in, British Invasion, bands like the Herman Hermits and Dave Clark Five went by the wayside as new bands like Led Zeppelin started up. So... uh it was really hard for music, you know, when you're, for an artist who is a teeny bopper band to hold on and keep them as they grow up, keep the fan as they grow up. Very few, Miley Cyrus is one who's able to do it.
15: Yeah, she turned like total rock and roll. She's got a Joan Jett haircut now. It's like, it's But she awesome. was accepted
2: that way. I mean, sometimes people do it and they're not accepted. Like some people will try to, you know, transition and stay, and try to keep the audience and they just get laughed at. Yeah, it's really hard for someone who's going to be able to, you know, stay with it. Four Seasons had tried it. The Four Seasons tried the Genuine Imitation Love Gazette, Life Gazette. And I talked to Joe Long, who put that album together. He produced it. He he joined the Four Seasons in 1965. And it was one of the deals where like the Four Seasons are another one of those early 60s bands. That once the British invasion hit, once music turned heavier, uh, they didn't make it. So they tried to put out like a psychedelic album and it didn't work. In 19, In the 70s, they went disco and came back. But it's not an easy thing to do for an artist or a band to hold on to that, you know, to, to their audience.
15: I was going to say to continue pleasing their fan base.
2: You get, most bands get about five or six years, if that, and... I remember talking to my friend Randy Alexander, God rest his soul, when he was saying, you know, he was representing, he was talking about these different bands and he was saying, uh, it's like an annuity for them. It's like, you know, they have this little piece of time that there was a few years in the 60s or the 70s that they, they hit and they had a couple of good songs and they're able to now spend the rest of their life touring those couple of songs. And making a lot of money to show up as part of a 60s review or something or 70s review and play those songs. But it's very, very rare. Even now. I mean, how many bands can you think of? Like the Beatles, in in essence, lasted about 10 years. The Stones have been around for 50 years, but they really don't do anything. They show up on their anniversary with a new song. Oh, Okay, here's two more songs. Throw them in a box set with everything we've ever done and sell it for a million dollars. But they're not doing new
15: material. Red Hot Chili Peppers—they've been around since the '80s. Just dropped their album, but they haven't album. done
2: everything every year. They just dropped a new album. Yeah, what was the album before? Good. good. That, that, but that's the thing. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. And who was on the Chad Robeson wall growing up?
7: Oh, growing up, my favorite musician. Well, I was a musician, y- athlete, anybody. You had a Bernie Kosar on your wall. Well, definitely Bernie Kosar was on the wall. Um I was in high school. I was obsessed with the band The Cranberries. I'm oh gonna yeah, admit that. yeah. Linger, but, right? Exactly. Okay. A zombie. They had a few hits, and okay. I had a Cranberries poster on my wall right next to Bernie Kosar. No raspberries. No raspberries. Just the cranberries, Steve.
2: Oh, uh, I was raspberries. I was raspberries. <laughs> it's nine thirty. Now, the latest New Jersey weather also brought to you by Sesame Place. Time to come to Sesame Place in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Open daily April 9th, 18th, for spring break. Plus, the all-new Big Birds Tour Bus. Get a free gift with the purchase of a season pass now through April 18th. It's time to laugh and play again at Sesame Place. Steve Trevelace, talking teen idols. Who yours? Bobby Rydell, 79 years old, passes away yesterday, complications from pneumonia. He was on so many walls in the early 60s. Rob is in Cherry Hill, in New Jersey 101.5. Rob, who's on your wall? Hey Steve, long
17: time no talk. Uh, haven't called in, in a while. I but, know, where uh, you been? Um I've been listening to you, trust me. Well, that's I great. just have I've been driving trying to keep keep uh, off the phone on 295, but I'm going to take a different angle on this in my teen days I'm gonna date my age my sister gave me an album it was called The Grand Illusion and in that album was a poster Thanks. of Dennis DeYoung Tommy Shaw the Pinozo brothers and uh it came with a poster I put it up mm-hmm. and that what led to Renegade would led to Mr. Roboto and uh they were my guys when I was a young man and uh Followed them through the whole career and, and all the turmoil, and now they're they're not. Uh, you know, I don't even consider sticks sticks without Dennis DeYoung. So
2: it's so different. That and was the
17: way know,
2: it was. Yeah, it's so different. I loved. Uh, well, The Grand Illusion was great. Rockin' the Paradise. Yeah. Paradise Theater, I thought was a great album, and yes. I thought it was going to be so much bigger than it actually turned out being. I thought. I always thought of that as like their Sgt. Pepper. You know, that yeah. whole concept album, the way they put it together, the 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 opening. One of the greatest intros I ever heard uh, was the old wnaw Now, picture this. It's July 3rd, 17, uh, 1980, whatever it was. But yep. it's, it's July 3rd. Pete Fornitel, the late Pete Fornitel the great Pete Fortetale, is on the radio, and he's coming out of a commercial break. He was a disc jockey, and he's announcing, he's going to announce the record. Now, when you are at the time, I was a radio jock. I was a music jock. And you try to, when you tried to do an intro, there were guys who would just intro the song, and there were guys who would try to put imagination behind the intro. I was like that. Right. Steve Sutton was like that. Remember Steve Ski? He was like that. Uh, and Pete Fortetale was like that. So he comes out of the break, and it's, it's July 3rd, and he says, um, you know, uh, July 3rd, uh, whatever it was. He gives the year. Uh, and, he, and he goes, July 3rd, 1776. Okay. It was 200 years ago today. <laughs> our forefathers would make it. That's what he goes. He goes, Two, whatever it was, how many years ago today, our forefathers would make history and bring forth a new nation. What were they thinking? And he takes the, and he lets it go. Tonight's the night we'll make history. And I was like, wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. That's what he was. He goes, yeah, he goes, July 3rd. And he gives the year, July 3rd, 1776. 200 years ago, our forefathers would, uh, you know, would make it, bring forth a new nation. What were they thinking? Tonight's the yep. night we'll make it. Like, oh my God.
17: That that's a great. great
2: story. Yeah. I wish you could and tell God bless her. Dennis Young. He's still going in his seventies, and he's still you know? yeah, he still got the voice. He still got the voice.
17: Yeah, he still got the voice. You're right. You know, hey, it's been a pleasure, Steve. I listen to you all the time, and uh, I'm gonna pray for the guy Rob earlier tonight that seemed to be unhappy. Um, I wish him the best and hope he can pull through whatever his problems are
2: yeah so do I and Rob if you're listening call back anytime you got a friend here yep. thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5 well, I gotta get off the button I got a quick trigger finger lately uh, 1-800, uh, 1-800-283-101.5 we were talking about this though Jordan and I the bands that could last through it like when you're, when you're the teen idol band you generally don't stay around past adolescence, but there are bands that can keep you through adolescence. But then the other thing too, is the lifespan of the band and remaining relevant. And, you know, bands, like I said, they get about five years. Um, the Beatles, all well told, had about 57 to 71. Figure they hit in 63. So you got about eight years there. When they were interviewed early, they asked them how long you think it'll last. They said about six. Uh, but how many bands can keep up with it? How many bands can stay relevant? And how long can a band stay relevant? Because music keeps changing. There are those who will manage to do it. You don't realize, like, think about how great Frank Sinatra was, that he was, his music was able to last decades. You know, Sinatra had music out in the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s with New York, New York. That's not done. Tony Bennett. That's not done. You know, uh... Let's talk to Michael in Berkeley Heights on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Michael.
10: Hey, Dr. Kimball. How are
2: you? Ah, there he is. Hey, you know what? I'm watching MeTV, right? The next two weeks, they're going to run the judgment. Really? The oh, next yeah. two weeks, the judgment are going to be part one and two. I got him home. I got him in my shelf, but I got to watch him.
10: I got to watch that TV, too.
2: <laughs> yeah, MeTV, 2 o'clock in the morning, Sunday night into Monday. yeah
10: I got to tell you my uh, my Bobby Rydell story, okay? yeah um, when I was in the magical year of 1964, okay, right. Right. he had his last hit, which was forget forget him, right? Right. Uh, and uh, I, I was eight years old, and um, I lived in Staten Island, and my um, my uncle had like a part, like a fireman's party, like he was part of the New York City Fire Department, and I up on stage and I sang. That was the first time I ever sang in public when I was eight years old. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: serious, you know. He was such a cool guy to talk to. He I had every story. Yeah, he had, I mean, I talked to him when his book came out in 2016, and he, loved, he was talking about Bobby Darren. he loved Bobby Darin. That's how we buy, as a matter of fact, it was one of those, like, you know, here's the interview, here's the, you know, here's the questions, blah, 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 blah. I write the questions, but I mean, you know, so you, when you talk to the guy, you try to find some kind of commonality, get some kind of feel. So I know I'm a big Bobby Darren freak. So when he brings up, you know, I like Bobby Darren, we start talking Bobby Darren. And I'm talking Bobby Darren from what I read. He's talking Bobby Darren from experience. And once we had the Bobby Darren thing going on, then he was my best friend. <laughs> and it was
10: great. Of course, right? I mean, uh, he had such a great, he really had a great voice. He did. So of those guys did. And, you know, it's its, it's sad that they, it's, it's sweet and bitter that they were, you know, crushed because the Beatles took over, you know, because they had such, those guys were great. Yeah. They
2: really were. They put out, the Beatles ended a lot of, you know, a lot of careers, took years to recover. Not everybody did. Mike, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Whom was your teen idol? New Jersey 101.5. Brought to you by Jenkinson's Boardwalk. Get ready for summer. It's Jenkinson's Boardwalk annual Easter sale. Buy your discounted tickets Easter weekend, April 15th through the 17th on site or online buy one get one $50 ride cards plus family fun packs just $125 visit Jenkinsons.com for details you can wind up $10,000 you can win up to $10,000 on New Jersey 101.5 listen weekdays for the Jersey cash code words and enter them on our app Uh, let me find some more music the boy over here hold on uh mm, there we go okay Uh, Every hour, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., there are new chances to win up to $10,000 thanks to our sponsor, the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Bet Parks, it's go time, baby. The $10,000 Jersey Cash Codes Contest on New Jersey, 101.5. Steve Trevelis. So, uh, Taylor Hawkins' heart weighed double that of men his age. According to an autopsy, they found the Foo Fighters drummers suffered a cardiovascular collapse after bringing on a cocktail full of drugs, including heroin, marijuana, opioids, according to investigators. How about that? Uh, forensics experts are said to have discovered it weighed at least 600 grams, double the average of 300 to 350 grams, through an examination following his uh, shock death in a luxury hotel in the Colombian capital of Bogota. All right one 800 1015 So we're talking about the bands that have the staying power to make it through the generations and how many eras ended the career. It doesn't happen as much anymore. But it did happen, you know. It happened. Uh, it happened from the fifties to the sixties, from the sixties to the seventies. In the eighties, it became more one-hit wonders. The multi-album bands started going by the wayside. You know, in the seventies, most of the seventies bands had multiple albums. Alice Cooper, multiple albums. Sticks, multiple albums. Chili Peppers, although they started later, uh, but there there are gaps in between. Like you too have been together for over thirty years, and their mission statement was, and Bono said this on sixty Minutes. You know, what if the Beatles had stayed together and loved each other? Could we do that? And they did. But even you, too, as great as you, 2 is, they couldn't. You know, we like them. We like to go see them, but they're not the driving force.
15: I'm looking at you like you're crazy. What? I,
2: I. You don't know, like You Too?
15: Never have I listened to them. Really, I mean, I the only time I've listened to them is when they forced their album onto my iTunes on my phone. Okay. Do you remember that happening?
2: It was a while. It was Octom Baby, right?
15: I have no, no. Idea. no. What no, was, was the album? years ago? What everyone was the automatically. Album? I do remember it. Everyone automatically got You 2 downloaded to their phone. Right. I listened to it. And you like it? No, I had no. But interest. there are a
2: lot of people that do like. Them. I mean, they do sell out. Do they? Absolutely.
15: I feel bad for saying that. And the bad. thing
2: with you, the thing with you too. Oh, there you. Oh, you could answer the phone. Yes, that is part of the job. The thing with you too. Uh, they, you know, but even they, you know, there really is. I don't know. There's really no band right now. I think that people run to. But one 800 1015 Trevi is coming up. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. We are playing for tickets to the Philadelphia Expo. The Philadelphia Fan Expo at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. All kinds of great celebrities and stars are going to be there. You could be there as well.
7: Jersey Radio. A really- show that asks the musical question, what else do we know about New Jersey? It's Jersey Trevia with your host, voted the most trivial man in New Jersey. I'm sorry, that's Trivial Steve Treviles.
2: Let him know Dennis Bardell. All right. Have we got a show for you? Trebia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. We have got incredible prizes. Now, all the questions are Jersey related. They're multiple choice. I repeat them often because I want you to win. It is my dream that you win this thing. And, uh, what are you going to win? Let me tell you what you're going to win tonight. Have we got a prize for you? Uh, a pair of tickets to the Fan Expo Philadelphia at the Pennsylvania Convention Center this weekend. Uh, Join tens of thousands of fans who are just like you, experience the ultimate playground for comics, sci-fi, horror, animation, gaming, citywide events, family-friendly attractions, world-renowned celebrities await you. You know who's going to be there? Johnny Gemini Lombardi is not going to be there. Oh, He's here instead.
1: Maybe I'll win some tickets. We
2: got him in studio. William is going to be there. Oh. Captain Kirk. Oh, my God. Danny Crane is going to be there. I just want to meet the, the blue lady. Apollo Creed is going to be there. Oh, my God. How about that? Carl Weathers is going to be there. Uh, Kevin Smith is going to be there. This is, this is Silent going. Bob. Jay and Silent Bob are going to do Jay and Silent Bob live Saturday night at the Fan Fest. It's incredible. And we got the tickets for you, so you can boldly go where a whole lot of people are going to go as well. Uh, Ashley Eckstein is going to be there. Roy Miranda is going to be there. Uh... Mina Huen is going to be there. When Saturday, as a matter of fact, is exactly when she's going to be there, Uh David. That is Michael Rooker is going to be there. Uh, but before we do anything, we always start off with a song, as you know. And uh, this man has been uh, working out his voice all week. He promised me something new. Raymond and Rockaway Bonanza. Oh, buonasera, Steve.
11: Nice talking to you again.
2: (laughs) We haven't talked in a long time, Raymond. It's been two hours. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Look how happy this man is. Look how happy this man is. Well,
11: first of all, I hope everybody is in good health. That's the most important. All good. And hello to your lovely guests.
2: Thank you very much. The lovely Johnny Lombardi. Oh, Johnny. Uh,
11: Johnny. Buonasera.
1: (laughs) Buonasera.
11: way okay. ah, away, ah, Oh, I got the wrong song here. <laughs> Come fly it's with just, oh. me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic boost, there's a bar in Bombay. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. Come fly with me, let's float down to Peru. In Amaranth, there's one man band, and he'll toot his flute for you. Come fly with me, let's take off in the blue. Once I get you up there, where the air is rarefied, we'll just glide, story-eyed. Once I get you up there, I'll be holding you so near. You may hear angels' tears calling with together, weather-wise is such a lovely day. Just say the words and we'll beat the birds down to Acapulco Bay. It's perfect for a flying honeymoon, they say. Come fly with me. Come fly with me. Let's fly, let's fly away. Hey, how about that?
2: How about that? Man, hell's every note, every... I thought he was going to sing the Piscopo songs for a minute. He had the wrong song, and I thought this was the stuff he sang from Joe Piscopo's show. But he actually came through with the Fly Away. That was great, Raymond. Yeah, thank you. What was the song you were going to do?
11: An African song.
2: Oh, okay, never mind. All right, what's your category? Uh, Who's got who? I've got uh, the television, the Jersey 101.5, and the movies. Johnny's got the music and New Jersey. Uh, all right. Let's go with New
1: Jersey. All right, Johnny Lombardi. All right. You didn't say who you're going to give the, pres- the prize to. Remember all the, the cars? Uh, uh, you, I remember.
2: He's keeping this one. <laughs> he wants,
1: He's keeping he this wants one. Okay, talk. I'm sorry. You
2: gave enough gifts away. He wants to go talk to William Shad, who is five years older than he is. Oh, very good. Smart. <laughs> Shad is 91. <laughs> That's very smart. Very
1: smart. He's a good thinker. Okay, you ready? Here it is. Yes. Which of these wild animals currently live in New Jersey? A. The black bear. B. Coyote. C. Bald eagle. D. All of them, or E, none of them.
2: Come on, you. Can. All of them. All of them is right. All done. Oh, look at this. Look at this. One out, one One winner. One shot, one winner. We don't mess around at this place. Mm-hmm. Let's talk to Phil in Raritan on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Phil.
10: Hey, how are you?
2: Good. How you doing?
10: Good, good.
2: Did you have a good day?
10: Yeah, real good.
2: What did you do today? What was the best thing to happen to you today?
10: Uh, I worked, and uh, that was it. You worked? Beginning and the end of my day.
2: Uh, What do you do? Uh, I'm a buyer. You're a buyer? What do you buy? Is it legal? Uh, Buy parts for (laughs) a semiconductor. You buy parts for a semiconductor?
10: Buy parts to build semiconductor machinery.
2: Oh, nice. Okay.
1: Oh, my God. Couldn't you think of something else that was like bang?
2: Phil. <laughs> okay. okay. What's, what's your category? Semiconductor.
11: Uh, let's go New Jersey
2: again. All right,
1: New Jersey, Johnny Lombardi. All right, All right. you ready? What yeah. is the fastest posted speed limit in New Jersey? The fastest posted one in New Jersey 65. is 65. <laughs> All right, you got it right. Oh my God. It scared me. They don't even waste any time <laughs> God, for you. Let me just say some numbers. I
2: right, well, right, would've you made want, you feel good. You, you know, got that. All right. Now now we're going to uh Rob is in Brick on New Jersey one oh one point five. Hey Rob. Hey Steve. How you doing? Oh,
3: thanks for taking my call.
2: Anytime, Rob. Anytime. Do you have a good day today? Yes, sir. And what's the best thing to happen to you today?
12: I have work coming in. We work hard right here in the state of New Jersey. That's what we
3: do. We work hard.
2: We work hard, and therefore we are. We work, therefore we are. That's right. All right. What's your category, my friend? Do I get one-on-one-five? I could give you a hot-steaming cup of one-on-one-five. <laughs> All right. Would you like a hot steaming cup of one or one point five? Let's see, what we got. Yes, man. sir. All right. I want you to tell me who does the traffic on my show. Would that be a Andrew Torres, b Pete Toriello, c Christina Staffo, or d Tom Rivers? You hear him every fifteen minutes.
14: Okay. You- Give
2: it to me one more time. Okay. A, Andrew Torres. B, Pete Toriello. C, Christina Staffo. D, Tom Rivers. A. Uh, Oh, my God. He got it right. Look at this. Look at this. We don't mess around. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. This would be the time to call because we got two open slots. 1-800-283-101.5. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Trevia, playing for tickets to the Philadelphia Fan Expo. This weekend at the Philadelphia Convention Center, you're going to love it. William Shatner is going to be there. Kevin Smith is going to be there. Apollo Creed is going to be there. It's going to be a great time, and you could be part of it. So jump on right now. I'm Steve Trevalese. Gemini's in the studio. Here's New Jersey 101.5 fast traffic. Atlantic. New Jersey weather brought to you by sellyourcarnow.com. Sell Your Car Now wants to buy your car. Visit sellyourcarnow.com, enter your license plate number, and get your quote. That's it. Looking for a new car? Save on a new Jeep during their Jeep Celebration event. Visit sellyourcarnow.com. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Johnny Gemini Lombardi in the studio. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. He does magic, this man. Uh, just a little bit. He makes clothes disappear over uh, here. Look at I this. I mean... You'll be looking for your wallet later. <laughs> later. You can have my wallet. There's nothing in it. Okay. See what I do for a living? Uh, let's see. We got tickets now to the uh, Philadelphia Fan Expo. And it's going to be at the Philadelphia Convention Center, Pennsylvania Convention Center this weekend. Michael Rooker's going to be there. He's been in everything, that guy. Uh, he's been in he's Walking good. Dead. He's been in Suicide Squad. Uh, We're gonna William Shatner is gonna be there. Kevin Smith is gonna be there. He was on last night. Margaret in Parsippany could be there if she gets this question right. Hi, Margaret. Hi. How are you? Good. How you doing?
5: Good. This is um. Till Gemini and. You're Steve,
2: right? Yeah. It's Gonzo and Margaret. Bobby Gonzo and Margaret. This is Gonzo. Why didn't Gonzo come down here tonight? That lazy slob. He couldn't. He couldn't get there. Oh, he couldn't. You know, he wasn't. We're won't. trying to shut this
6: off. We're oh, yeah.
2: having technical difficulties. Yeah, lower the, lower the weather. We have our own. Just pull the plug. There you, there you go. There you go. So how you doing, Margaret? What's the best thing to happen to you today? We're doing great. What's the best thing to happen to me
6: today? Uh-huh. Um, I made a salad. I made a great salad when I came home. That was good. What did you put in it, Margaret? I put feta cheese. I put roasted pepper and olive oil and vinegar.
2: No wonder Gonzo didn't come down tonight. Uh, (laughs)
6: What's
2: what's your category, Margaret? What's my category? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5.
1: Music. Music. All right, Johnny Gemini. Okay, we're rooting for you because you're a, a Gonzo fan. You ready? Whom? Hi,
5: Johnny. Hey, Johnny.
1: Oh, is that Bobby in the background? That's Bobby in the background. Bobby's doing the harmonies. I thought he was eating the salad. <laughs> hey, Steve. They made us turn the the, 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 I the sound kidding. on.
2: They made us turn the sound on. So I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. We can hear you, Bobby. Oh, good, good,
1: good. There's the voice. There's I the wish voice. I was there with
2: you guys. Next time. Yes. We'll leave a candle burning by the phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, that's really it. He's got the that's, best laugh, this guy. That's
5: got. really his yeah, Now you know it's really gone, though. Yeah, really, now right.
2: we, no imitations.
1: Right. Okay, you ready? Here's a question. Wh- whom did okay, whom did Newark's, Paul Simon, like to hang with down at the schoolyard? A, Tony, B, Julio, C, Rico, or J, Jarrett. I'm
5: going to say B, Julio. Julio!
1: Julio.
2: Good Julio! Remember Easy Money? Yes. You ever see the movie Easy Money? Yes. I was in Easy Money. You? I was an extra. Really, really? Yeah, really really. Oh my god. And uh, the guy, remember the guy who the guy played Julio. Right? Yeah. Remember okay. the girl? Julio. <laughs> <laughs> he was an actor. He was a, he was an, of course he was an actor. I, he died. I forget his name, oh it was a great god. It was yeah, a, great a, guy. a good story and then you and bring, then, it bring it down. down. But I'm down. He was an actor. There was an actor who passed away. Uh but uh that was that was the one, remember when when uh he's trying to marry Rodney's daughter? And all Rodney has to do is uh, not drink or smoke, and his mom's going to give him a fortune. But... Okay, that All was right. a great movie. That was a great movie. And there's the guy, he's, he's trying to win the girl, and he's outside a window, and the friend is next to him in the bush. He's like, why is the bush talking? Tell the bush to shut up. <laughs> he, he starts fighting with the guy in the bush. <laughs> see, okay. They're trying to see The measure wreck. <laughs> All right, 1-800-283-101.5. It is Trevia, and it is continuing with Andrew in Flemington. Hi, Andrew. Steve and Johnny, Steve, you're my secondary antidepressant. I'm doing my best, a safe alternative to ambient. Yeah, I got an oldie but a goodie for Mitch Hedberg for you guys. Okay, from the Mitch Hedberg collection tonight.
11: You're not kidding. Uh, so, he says, I like to eat rice sometimes. Yeah. Whenever I'm in the mood to eat 2,000 or something. All
2: right. All right, I'm <laughs> yeah.
11: telling you. I used to do drugs I used to, but I still do too.
1: Ah, okay. Yeah, I gotta work on that a little. When Mitch comes back, he's gonna to be pissed. <laughs>
2: he's back and he's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Need a
1: better closer.
2: All right, Andrew, okay, pick one. You ready? What's your category? Thanks you, Johnny. What's what? It, what is it? Music. Oh, music, music. Johnny.
1: Okay, get ready, buddy. The man will okay. I don't know. Did he say? Who sang Deep in the Heart of Jersey? Was it A? Uncle Floyd. Uncle Floyd.
2: Everybody oh, knows.
1: Everybody right. knows. Who
2: I'm telling you. Good. I right.
1: gave that away. That's awesome.
2: one This is the time to call. Because right now, we have an open board.
1: Oh, my God.
2: You call now. We will give you the easiest questions. We will go out of our way to give you the easiest stuff. And let me tell you what we got here. We have got tickets to the Philadelphia Fan Expo, which is uh, this Friday through Sunday. We got William Shatner, Doctor Who, The Mandalorian, Star Trek Q&As are all going to be there this weekend. Jay and Silent Bob. Together again, live, Saturday night. Kevin Smith was talking about it last night. And they're going to do it in costume. It's going to be fantastic. And uh, all you got to do is answer the very simple trivia question. And you know what? I'm going to make it simple for you because I want you to see this. I don't want you to be left out of this. Rory Miranda is going to be there. Uh, Chris Sarandon's is going to be there. David Tennant is going to be there. Michael Rooker is going to be there. Michael Rooker was fantastic. I got a conversation with him. The guy, you know, one of those guys that, like, you you don't know him until, unless you do know him, you don't know him until you've seen him. And right. when you see him, you know that face because that face has been in everything. You know Michael Rooker?
7: Of course. Is that the guy from, like, Days of Thunder and the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, and, exactly. yeah, yeah. He's been in, especially 90s movies. He's, like, in every 90s movies. He was telling me Tom Cruise stories. Oh, really? That him and Tom Cruise would race to get to the... Every morning, they would race to
2: get to the set. They'd race each other. Wow. And he used to drive Cruz nuts because he would beat him. Oh, really? Of course, if I interview Tom Cruise, that story will have a different I'm, story. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And we used to race every day. And he used to hate me because he used to beat him. Uh, but, yeah, I believe Rooker
7: because he's the guy that I got to talk to. Him. Yeah. <laughs>
2: right.
1: I, I didn't know there was another
2: person in here.
1: He did, oh, he's always over there. I, uh, yeah,
7: on the other side, as um, they say, right, he, right here. He okay.
2: did The Walking wow. Dead. And oh, yeah, his right. his character was used in Breaking Bad, and he didn't know it until I told him. Oh, my gosh. They used, like, uh, what do you call it? The um, well, the screenshot or whatever. Oh, okay. Like a CGI of yeah. him in The Walking Dead. Wow. Now he's, he's going to hit him up for money. Yeah, probably. Breaking Bad, I'm sorry. In Breaking Bad, but he was in The Walking Dead. Yeah. 10.30. Now, the latest New Jersey weather brought to you by Maple Leaf Farms in Manalapan, one of the largest garden centers in New Jersey. They sell wholesale to the public, and they grow what they sell with the largest selection of tropicals, hanging plants, annual flats, roses, and so much more. Visit mapleleaffarmnj.com. The prices are insane, just like Johnny Gemini Lombardi here in the studio with me. He's a
1: magician, don't you know? a little magic. Yes. And this evening we've been getting very good callers. Yeah. very interesting people. And you you bring it out of them a little. They don't know what to say on the radio and then you say, "What was the best thing that happened to you
2: today?" And that some people didn't I- Give them it. something to think yeah. about, right? I got, yeah. Tomorrow now, now they have to go out. They know if they're going to call on a Wednesday night, uh, they have to go out and have a good day on Wednesday. I know. Really? I Maybe mean, that's have, why we're not getting that many. Maybe that's what it is. Hundred right? calls. Yeah, you got to change the, it. That and the lottery tickets. <laughs> right. They're walking around going, something has to happen to right. me or I can't call I, Steve. I, 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 this is proof I, yes. that everybody in New Jersey had a miserable day. I, today. I should ask, what's, miserable. What's the worst thing that happened to you today? Border light up. Yes. <laughs> Border light up. Worst thing that happened to you today, oh God, that's there'll be horrible. A the switchboards will jam, uh, right? No, no, Let's go it. to uh, Christina's in Kingsburg on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Christina. Hey, how are you guys? Good. How are you? Uh, great that I got through. Uh, you know what? Now, did you have a great day today, Christina? What's the best thing that happened to you today? Uh, the
16: best thing that happened to me today... I won money.
2: You won money today. That's good. Yep. How much did you win? Uh, a hundred dollars. You? How did you? Now, how did you win a hundred dollars, Christina? Scratch offs. Scratch offs. Uh-huh. You see that we get the lottery. Things happen, right? Christina didn't even get the lottery. She got a hundred dollars in scratch offs. Now, what did you do with the money? I put it in my son's account. You put it in your son's account. How yep. old is your son? Twelve. You put in his, wow, how about that, man? I, can he get at it? No. Good move. Good move. Now don't spend it does, after do, you hang up. Does he know yeah, Does he know it's there? It's going to be out of his account nope. next week. He doesn't know it's there. Okay. He's, and he's sleeping right now, right?
16: Oh, yeah, because he's got school.
2: He's got school. All right, what grade is he in? He's in
16: sixth.
2: Sixth grade. Okay. Now, what's your category, Christina? Let's see. Maybe you could win tickets to take him down to the Fan Fest this weekend, and he could meet oh, all his I favorite stars. If I Shatner, I
8: would be in my glory. Really? What, what, yes, what? I
2: used to watch him on Rescue 911. Oh, wow. Rescue 911, Boston Legal, TJ Hooker, right. Star Trek. Right, what's your category, Christina? I live over from New Jersey. New Jersey, Johnny. Okay. New Jersey. All right, I'm I'm rooting for We you. want her to go, Johnny. I'm a
10: Jersey. I'm a Jersey girl. So.
16: Jersey
2: girl, Johnny. Okay. William Shatner, Johnny. William Shatner. She wants to boldly go. Go. And no man has gone before. You
1: know, and then she probably. Okay. okay. Which of these bridges does not span into New Jersey? Which one doesn't? Uh, a. The Commodore Berry Bridge, B. George Washington Bridge, C. The Ben Franklin Bridge, D. Verrazano Bridge, E. Delaware Memorial Bridge.
2: All right, Christina.
1: The Ben Franklin.
2: Did you say the Ben Franklin? Yes. Oh,
1: Christina. Go get some of the kids money
2: <sighs> Poor kid Poor kid, yeah, poor kid. <laughs> He probably knows He probably had the history class today She yeah, Tomorrow morning the kid wakes up What are you studying in school? Bridges, ma <laughs> 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 All
10: right,
2: Let's go to Patsy's in Trenton On New Jersey 101.5 Hey, Pat
16: How you doing?
2: Good, how are you? Pretty good Pretty good? Have you had a good day today?
17: I really
2: worked all day. Uh, Pat, what do you do?
17: I work
10: for
2: the phone company. Well, you had a miserable day today, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't lying. Did you know the answer to that last question, Pat?
10: Yes, I did.
2: Hey, everybody knew, right? All right, Uh, all right, Pat. Now, what is your category? Um. What are the t- categories again? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, and New Jersey one oh one point five. Music. Music. Johnny Lombardi.
1: All right. I'm I'm rooting for you too. Okay? So get, you rooted for get, the last one. Look how that worked out. I know. I really I know. Maybe. You put okay. the
2: maluk on him, I, I think. Gotta,
1: what's the worst party all
2: the I think we lost the dude. Hold on, he's not there. Oh no. I think he, I think we got disconnected.
1: Oh my god.
2: Guy, you could call back. We'll let you get on. We would do that for you. All right. If he calls, if he goes back, we'll get him back on. Okay. In the meantime, we go to Sabrina in Flemington, what on a New Jersey. Nice Auto name. 1.5. Hello, Sabrina. Hi. How are you doing? Doing good. How about you?
9: I'm doing great. Hi, John. How are you?
1: I'm I'm pretty good. Is this Sabrina that lives in my house?
9: uh no. I
14: don't um, know
9: why you would say
2: that. Okay, yeah. All right. This yeah. is Sabrina that moved out of your house. So, <laughs> yeah. Sabrina, throw your, your stuff out the window right yeah. now, oh, as a matter God. of fact. Yeah,
14: I'm, in,
9: I'm yeah. in the process of right now doing it. Yeah,
2: you're going to go home, and you're going to find all your stuff on the shrubs.
9: <laughs> you, better,
1: you better leave my blankets alone. Yeah. Uh, first thing I'm throwing you
2: out. You want to grab those with a stick and throw them. Yeah. God, Steve,
1: what is he? you? Know, you're a man. You're supposed to stick on my side. Get a big
2: stick. <laughs> get a big man. Get, get a get a friggin' tree. All right. Well, okay. what's your category, Sabrina? All
9: right, I think I'm going to do New Jersey. Oh,
2: God! A <laughs> nice profession. That's <laughs> where nice if you can get it. The pressure.
1: <laughs> the pressure. Okay. All right. You ready? Um, <laughs> okay. Come on, you 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 were in school. We paid a lot of money for you to go to school.
2: Okay. You know how many rabbits you had to pull out of hats for you to go? Yeah, think about it. What he
1: just said. How many? Oh, a lot. Good. You remember how many we got buried in the backyard? Oh, go how many, count the how stones. Many birds that escape if okay. we can make this right. right? Don't count the big stones. <laughs> you know? All right. You ready? What city has the largest population in New Jersey? Okay. A. Newark B. Trenton C. Atlantic City D. Jersey City and E. New Brunswick which one has the the most people
5: um okay I'm
2: gonna say A. Newark I think uh, you can get your clothes back Good oh job, Sabrina. Good. Oh, my yeah. the Schooling paid off. <laughs> that tuition was <laughs> worth it. All right, Pat's back. Hold on. As is Kelly. Don't go anywhere on them. New Jersey's news. Uh, brought to you by Casino Pier. Easter weekend is just around the corner, and that means almost time for Casino Pier and Breakwater Beach annual Easter sale. Prices will never be lower for rides, go karts, games, and water park prizes that never expire. Check out the details at Casino CasinoPierNJ.com. All right, Johnny Gemini is in the house, and uh, we got that show April 23rd, Mary Mother of God.
1: That's awesome. That is, and it's great that you are. You are helping out with that a, a lot. Uh, it's a benefit, and they make money for their church through the beautiful gift Of Laughter, yes. Chris Roach is going to be there? Yeah. Who's the other guy? Uh, It's a New Jersey guy. Uh, Oh, my God, don't. Chris Roach is going to be
2: there. I'm going to be there. And another guy is going to be there. It's the mystery guy. Come and see. If you get it right, we'll give you tickets to the Philadelphia Expo this weekend, which is what the Trevi people are playing for. Let's go to uh, Pat, whose phone died. He has resurrected it on the third day to yeah. jump in here. What's up, Patrick?
10: Not much. Let's just have a little technical focus.
2: Yeah, I know. You didn't pay your bill, right? Your battery ran out?
10: <laughs> well, it's hard times. Hard times. All right, not
2: easy. I know. Hard times. All right, give me, give me another question. Do you remember the question we gave you, Pat?
10: No, I didn't hear it, but I did pick music.
2: You did pick music. All right, give me okay. a nice, nice music question. Okay, a very good one,
1: okay? Who does Genia... Work in Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. Where does Gina work in Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer? Okay. Where hmm. does Gina work <laughs> in Bon Jovi, the Living on a Prayer well, song? Wait, wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you I'm something. i a big Bon Jovi fan. Yeah, give me something. Okay, give me some ready. Give a, some Bank. B, a Diner. Uh, C, Unemployment Office. Or D, Stripper. Think of the song.
10: Well, it's a Jersey song, so I'm going to have to say Diner.
1: Hey, look
2: at this. See that? Good. See that? He good. don't yeah, listen to good. the song. Common. Jersey. Diner. Say uh, Good guy. All right. We have the lovely and talented Kelly in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Kelly. Uh, lovely and talented, bro. Oh, I, knew, I thought it was a girl. I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs>
13: Kelly goes both ways.
2: Does he? Does he? <laughs> <laughs> That's your business. I just want the question answered. I'm not really broken to pry here. What's your, what's your category, Kelly? I'm
13: highly Irish.
2: He's highly Irish. <laughs> yes yeah. Music, movies, uh, television. You, uh, Go ahead. New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Hit me. Jersey. Jersey. Give him a nice hot steaming cup of Jersey there, Johnny.
1: All right. You ready? Uh, Don't you. Yeah, I'm ready, cousin. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, uncle. <laughs> All right, it's supposed to be like brother. That was the only one. Then it died. None Come guess. on, brother. Okay, okay, brother, you owe me money. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Where is the state's highest elevated elevation located at? One thousand High Point State Park. Ah, uh, oh, look at this. Feel, yeah, we don't waste hey, any buddy. time. Now you are my. The female
2: brother. Kelly would never got that. The no. male Kelly knows. No. My cousin. Oh, that's your cousin, Kelly? <laughs> it's your cousin Kelly? There's only one man we could bring in to bring this thing home. But Rich Carucci's unavailable. So instead, we got to put on Rich from Saddlebrook. What's happening, Rich? Hey, it's Rich Carucci from Saddlebrook. Oh, my God, what a surprise. How are you? we got to get you down here, dude.
10: I know, and Johnny, your voice is so soothing, it makes me want to sleep, but unfortunately I'm driving. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's responsible for most of the highway deaths in the nighttime.
10: Oh, Johnny, baby. Uh, yeah, no, Steve, I definitely want to come, and you guys are doing a great job.
2: Well, thank you, John. We try. Okay, support yeah, us. Rich, you want to give me a nice, give, give me a nice, Richie, give me a nice question. I'm using movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. We gotta do,
10: got to do movies.
2: All right. That would be me. Hold on. Uh, All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Keep your eyes on the road. All right. (laughs) Richie. Name the movie where Bruce Springsteen gives John Cusack advice. Would that be Say Anything, Gross Point Blank, High Fidelity, or Runaway Jury? gotta be high fidelity it yeah, has got uh, to be God. high fidelity that's all you do you go home and then you just it's watch not TV easy being all, all right dude we'll talk one 283 1015 is a number you're not going to need for a while so will you got anything coming up this weekend uh i this
1: weekend really no but next weekend next weekend next weekend uh the lady at lords is doing an all magic event that does that was, end with
2: everybody just disappearing
1: uh, that how we send them home <laughs> no but then you could reappear wherever you want yeah you know hopefully. that was
2: Star Trek right Beam yes. me up. <laughs> <laughs> go
1: okay. Go. but it's a very beautiful thing that it's at the lady of Lords and it's right in White House people want tickets called the Lady of Lords Church up uh, or
2: Gemini comedy com. all right okay until next week <laughs>
0: Radio. This has been the Steve Travelis Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New